I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Sans Radio. He's not dead, he's just delisted. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Sam. Tom. How shit's Geelong? Wasted season. Absolutely. Wasted season. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you say Essendon had a wasted season. Oh, this is worse. Man, this is To this get is there and then wasted. to not fire a shot. The amount of tweets I've seen questioning where the plan B is, which <laughs> made me very happy. We have a plan B. Um, what is it? It's a really bad one. Mm. What is called, it, though? Put Dangerfield at full forward. Oh, it's garbage. You doesn't do it, work. Doesn't work because no. people uh, are on to we, it. We didn't even fucking try this week. Mm. Just didn't try fucking. Do you know what? Fuck. It was. Um, so I went. And you know what sucks? Is that teams doesn't try, just doesn't try? Mm-hmm. Like Melbourne gave us so many opportunities yeah. to get back in that game. We yeah. had no right to be anywhere near them, and we still manages just to like. I can't even talk. I, I thought I was watching Brisbane coached by Justin Leppage or Michael Voss. <laughs> I mean, that's like yeah. I did too. I thought I was watching. Just 22 Brendan Favolas coached by Michael Voss. Mm. Just no idea what they were doing and probably gambling a lot at home. Yep. <laughs> Matty Lloyd came out today and he listed 10 players. Can I say, Sean? Let's just let's jump into Geelong. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. It was no, the second no, game. Let's jump right on. It was the second game. Before we do that, though, I just want yeah. to say yeah. I've had two revelations this week just on Matty Lloyd. Yep. Uh, and another thing. So, Matty Lloyd, Eddie Maguire, two controversial people, outspoken. Flogs. Let's let's not lie. I don't mind. Matty Lloyd. I don't mind Matty Lloyd. He's not a controversial person. Oh, he's. Have you seen his rolling all Australian during the year? It's fucking garbage most time, most of the oh, weeks. He's all right. He's yeah, but so was with an opinion. That's so was the one we actually got. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I probably would have taken Lloyd's. I don't always agree with Lloyd though. However, I found myself agreeing with both him and Eddie Maguire this week. So the loss has had a profound effect. Wow. On him. Wow. About Geelong, you agree with him about Geelong? Oh, I agree with Lloyd about Geelong. Right. Um, and I agree with Eddie about the fixture. Let's talk about Eddie just quickly. Yeah. Moving into next week where we've got two games now. The fixture is fucked. Well, the fixture's yeah. fucked. And but yeah. I like that people are like, oh, Eddie's just in it for Collingwood. He's actually not saying anything about Collingwood. He's uh, saying he is though. He is though, but at the same time he's saying the AFL 
have to give Richmond an extra day's break and he respects that because they finished on top. But he's like, they could have done that by playing the West Coast Collingwood game on Thursday. Mm. He's like, that should have been the day or mm. Friday. Mm. But they played it on Saturday, which means they're always going to be playing catch-up. He's like, it's so dumb. Don't don't come out and be like, no team is going to have a six-day break in the finals and yeah. then literally the next week be like, okay, one team is probably going to have to have a six-day break. But Tom, you're suggesting the AFL flip-flopped. Well, they don't do that. No, 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 they no. They haven't no, done that no, at all this no. year. No, or oh. in you know the last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> What's the quick... So um, I didn't listen to all of Eddie's thing. What's the quick solution that gives everyone a seven-day break? He, it's, they can't do it. The solution was to play the West Coast Collingwood game on Thursday or Friday. Okay. No, but no, his, his problem isn't going into this game. His problem is going into the prelim. Yeah, so he's saying that whoever, whoever wins out of Giants and Richmond will get a six-day break to take on Richmond. Giants and... Collingwood. Collingwood, right. Who did I say? Richmond. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm a fucking... I'm tired. I'm broken. <laughs> I don't care well, about well, footy anymore. Well, footy can, has taken my heart. They can play it on the Friday. If they play it on the Friday, then it, all problems are solved. Yes, yeah, so but they've already announced that there's these Collingwood... I cannot talk. The that's, Collingwood Giants game is Saturday night. That's right, and the AFL doesn't flip flop, so no. we can't we can't be fixed. No, 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 no. Yeah. And the tickets are already been sold. So. Well, so that is just literally, and the AFL don't admit this, and they just should. They should just say we value the TV ratings more than the integrity of the the game. Yes, because that's all it is. Yes, and what difference does it make anyway? Like bloody finals. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's going to be watching on Friday and everyone's going to be watching on Saturday. Yep. What difference does it make? I don't understand that. that I, I'm with Eddie on this one as well. Or, or, or if you have to play it on the Saturday, don't play it Saturday night. Play it at 3 o'clock. That's yeah. it. And again, they won't. TV ratings. Correct. Fucking kill. Because yeah. otherwise, the game is at 6. They have, you know, six and a half day break. And, and this reasoning that they've given, which kind of in one way makes sense, where they said, well, Richmond finished on top of the ladder, so therefore they should get like the longest break. But there's got to be a point in time when like the difference between 14 days and 15 days is negligible. Like, well, it doesn't it's matter. Be, like the difference between six and seven, yes, that one 16. day is a lot. Right. It doesn't make a difference. Like whether they played after like 15 days or 16 days, that doesn't make a fucking mm-hmm. difference. Like, so that that's a little bit of a bizarre oh, no, sort sorry. of reasoning. It gives them an extra day's break going into the grand final from the prelim should they win the prelim. Oh, okay. Sorry, okay, sorry. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, so it means okay, if they play right. Friday night, it means they get an extra day. For Saturday. Right. Well, see, they still could play Friday night, and all they had to do is schedule Giants and Collingwood on the Friday night. Or on Saturday Friday. day. Or, or Saturday day. the week before, schedule West Coast Collingwood on Thursday. Jeez, the AFL fucked this royally. They have. They've cocked royally. it up. That was Eddie's exact words. And I went, holy fuck. And I just checked to make sure I wasn't having a stroke. And the smell of toast was actually from my toaster, not just because <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> yeah. But no, I agreed with Eddie Maguire today. He, he, went, was, it he was went after them on the radio. He did. He actually, and he used the phrase, the AFL have cocked it up. And actually, well, actually, I don't know the substance of the argument, but I agree with Eddie on another thing. He had an argument with Damien Barrett. Yeah, <laughs> he I did. Think, I think, well, you know what? It's been a good week for Eddie Maguire. <laughs> on that argument, it's a bit fucked because Barrett wanted to break a story about a Collingwood player mm. and Eddie blocked it. Eddie actually, that's why they have Damien Barrett on that show to be the newsbreaker. Mm. And it was specifically about one of Eddie's players. And Eddie pulled the old, you got to run it through legal. You got to run it through. He put all the strings up, and then Damien Barrett cracked the shits and didn't go on the show that night. Right, right. Was this on the Footy yeah. Show? This is on the Footy Show, yeah. Well, and then he the broke story the story. Was. It was the Sam Murray one, and then he he broke the story the next morning on the AFL website. <laughs> Eddie wouldn't let him do it. He mm. blocked. Wow. It. And they mm. apparently got into it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because well, Eddie Eddie wouldn't have done the same thing if it wasn't his club. Hundred percent. Can he I say though? <laughs> but he's the president of Collingwood, so fuck yeah, he's going to protect his own club. That's just dumb. Yeah. Don't ex- don't go to the president of Collingwood and be like, "Hey, president of Collingwood, I've got a story about a Collingwood player. Can I break it?" Mm. He's going to go, 
No. No, but it's just the conflict of interest that you're going to have yeah, every 100%. time with, with Eddie. Barrett has a conflict of interest with, you know, the truth and journalistic integrity. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Barrett. Oh, I, I want to rip into him, but I'm just going to push on. Yeah, All right. Do it. Let's go Richmond Hawthorne. Let's go All the right, first Let's do it chronologically let's, so I can yeah. take time to stew. Hey, hey can, can I just ask a quick question? Yeah. How, yeah. how many How many of the games did you tip right? Oh, no, nah, it's fine. Uh, Actually, I can, I can tell you I remember. You one. got none, Carney. None. You got none. You picked Collingwood. You can, yeah, because you picked Collingwood. You got one. I got one. Guess how many? Drive back Sydney. Four. four. Drive back Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. We both I did. I, didn't I flip flop to no. the Giants when I heard no, Josh Kelly was playing? Nah. Oh, well, I did in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I thought I was in for the Collingwood win. I really yeah. did. Yeah. Well, it, I, I didn't think that that was going to be the closest game. As, as, as the that. results came coming in, I did think to myself, I'm like, fuck, Sam's picked them all. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, and, I, and I tipped the Ds by 27. No, th- what did I say? 37 points? No, I think. 29. 29. No, I, I said the seven. I said 27. So, mm. yeah, very close there. Anyway, that's, that's enough of me tooting my own trumpet. So having a firing early shot for winning next year's tipping, I think. <laughs> oh, I reckon he is. Just proving to everyone that he's, uh, you know, the man to beat. That's right. Good Tigers man. looked good. Yeah, so yes. Tigers beat Hawthorne, um, yeah. which I have to admit, in the lead up, I think I got sucked in, boys. Yeah. Because uh, as soon as it started happening, and I was, I was watching it with you, Sean, as mm. soon as it started happening, I turned to Sean and I was like, now nah, this was expected because Hawthorne barely made fourth. Mm. Yeah. And only made fourth because... Melbourne, Geelong, and Sydney all fell over. Yeah. And weren't that good all year. Yeah. And had a couple of goodish games against some gooder sides, but then almost lost to like St Kilda, lost to Brisbane twice. You know what we were, Tom? What? We were sheep. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Alastair, for setting us straight. I I love though these, like, it's your fault we lost. (laughs) (laughs) You fuck it, thought we'd win, so we lost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, we were sheep. Well, Well, I wasn't sheep. Although, I must say, after we recorded, I was at a thing with uh, with family on on Wednesday night, then you know, just before the game, and I was telling them all that Hawthorne was going to win. I had, I had flip flopped. Yep. I changed. Yep. yep. And and they looked they looked dangerous early. Yeah. Uh, and then Richmond. Did they? Well, a little bit. Very little early bit. on, you turned yeah. to me. I think Richmond kicked two goals, and you said Richmond's going to win because that was a lucky goal, and the luck is on their side. It was um. Uh, it was Martin's kick. Oh, no, it wasn't Mark's uh, kick. It was, um, was no, Rioli's. No, oh, it was Rioli. As he yeah, got tackled, yeah. he just got f- foot to ball. It bounced through for a goal past the defender. I just turned to Sean and I went, yep. that was a fluke. Footy gods are on their side tonight. <laughs> and they were. They, Down the other end, Bruce misses one from the goal square. Yeah. Oh, and then Burgoy. Silk. Yeah. Oh. Oh. What's up with that? I regret putting him in our All-Australian. <laughs> Bloody Luke Hodge, elder statesman. He would have kicked oh, that goal. Would have, would have picked anyone else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, seriously, like Richmond looked fucking shit hot. Like, Alex I'm, Rance is playing well. All of a sudden, oh it kills me to say that. Dusty yeah. Martin had a ripping game. Yeah, has he been asleep all year? He's well, been no, hung no, no. over. For... His last six weeks were really good. That's what I mean. He's been hung over for eighteen. And weeks. that's that's why he's a chance to win the Brownlow. It's fucked. It is it? fucked, but that's just the reality yeah. of it. it. It would be yeah. fucked if Martin went back to back and then Richmond went back to back. I think I'd quit football. <laughs> or I wouldn't. I'd want to for a yeah. bit. Yeah, no, it shits me. Richmond are really good and I fucking hate it. Yeah, 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 and they're really good. Then, like, they, but the only thing is, they only have to be good at the MCG. Mm. It's so frustrating because they're so bad at interstate. Mm. Yeah, I saw a tweet from Grant Thomas on this occasion. He tweeted something I found interesting. He he was saying with Richmond, too many teams put too much time into trying to break down the game plan when all Richmond's thing is 
it's just belief. They just believe. That's why they do all those knock-ons and they just run yeah. and gun it because they actually have so much confidence and belief in, in each other and what they can do. That just gets them through. Whereas he says the key to beating them is don't worry about them. Worry about your own star players because that's where teams can beat them. That's where Other Geelong- teams have more stars than Richmond. Yes. Mm. That's the only way to beat them probably. And that's mm-hmm. where Geelong got close in that we relied on our stars and precision kicking yeah. to just the cream would rise and we got close. Yeah. yeah. Hawthorne tried to beat him tactically, and there's no, there's actually no tactic to Richmond. They, they, it's manic forward pressure yep. at all costs. Yeah, and because all of them know that, they're always, too, there's always a player ready to get that tap on. It's That's fucking amazing. We mm. talked about this a lot last week. I think tactically, the the one thing you always pull out with Richmond is don't bomb it in because Rance and those guys will chop it off. That's really the only thing that that springs to mind. So Richmond will can like easily counter plan against that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Well, I think also the thing that, that helped Richmond was the conditions on the night. Yeah. Wet, greasy, windy was never going to suit Hawthorne's kick mark possession style of footy. Sure, yeah. yeah. You know, Richmond yeah. a small run and gun. Yeah. The weather, ball hits the deck, that's game over. Mm. I, I was listening to SEN today and they were talking about, it, which I thought was really quite insightful, they were saying that Richmond's thing is chaos. They, yeah. they create chaos. And they use as an example, like uh, Rewild, I think they had sort of like 65 or, or so um, inside 50s. 12 of those were targeting Rewild. Only took two marks. But all the rest of the time, what his job is, he gets the ball to ground and then it just, you know. It, he doesn't it, try it, to mark and, and every who, ball who either. He sometimes might just go up one-handed and just push right, it into right. the dirt. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's sort of like, all right, sometimes mark it, but sometimes bring it to ground. And then the small forwards know what's yep. going on. And, and then it's just, it, and look, the knock-on stuff. I've never seen so many, I've never seen a team do so many knock-ons. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible. And it pays off probably yeah, like sure. 80% of the time. It's fucking yeah. mental. Yeah. yeah. One of the best goals I've ever seen, team goals, was against when they played us for the second time. Mm. And they had this. This goal coming all the way from yep. their defence, and it was just all knock-ons. Yep. They did a similar through, through one against they, so Geelong. Rioli did one against us where he yeah. beat two guys on one, just tapped it out into space. Lambert like barely got a hand to it. Rioli got on the next one, and then all of a sudden, Jack Rowe was kicking for goal. Yeah. yeah, It's like, how the fuck? The other thing they did brilliantly was this whole going into 450 and Jack, is that Jack played a decoy role. Hmm. He spent more time up the ground to drag out Frawley, which meant that, Sicily was isolated one-on-one on Josh Caddy, who's just a big, tough bloke who was just ragdolling him everywhere. Mm-hmm. Caddy only kicked two goals, but he took like four four or five marks mm-hmm. and kept Sicily away from the ball. The The apprentice has become the master. Yeah. 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 They pants them. Looking it's going to suck because it's going to be a, they're going to win the grand final. Uh, well, I don't know about that, mate. I don't know. <laughs> we'll get, Have we'll, you got a feeling? I've got a, I've got a feeling. <laughs> Someone's going to beat him. Yeah. All right. Melbourne. You reckon? Yeah. No. Nah. Yeah. I can, I, I would can. I would even I would back Collingwood to go pretty well against them in a prelim too. Because Collingwood, if they do get there, are gonna be playing every week and they might just get the jump on them. Richmond are not gonna be they're not playing a lot of footy in the next, you know. They're they're playing like mm. one game or something. True. But everyone thought they were, you know, tapering off at the end of the year. They yeah. come to the first round of the final and go, We went we were just No, they were just tinkering. Yeah. Foot off the gas. Yeah. Yeah. Actually maybe they're unstoppable because they're not Geelong and they won't like fall asleep after a bye. <laughs> I mean Yeah. True. <laughs> there are a few who do so chronically. Shall we jump into your game, Tom? Yeah, why not, Sean? Yeah. Do you want to know what we are after me. a buy? What? Do you want to know what we are after a buy? A one, fucking one disgrace. 111. 112, I heard today. Oh, well, that might be going back a bit further. 
Well, one game further. But you know that one game? Yeah. Isaac Smith missed after the siren. Fucking yeah, hell. right. It's, and then it was last year's final. Yep. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> and the opportunity we had this year to break that curse, Harry Taylor missed after the siren. <laughs> well, it's a mental go. thing. Anyway, Melbourne Beach along. They sure did. What yep. was the winning margin? 29? 29. So it could have been 80. John, it is. Yeah. It, it was the five-goal first quarter. No, and it was the... This is the thing. No, no, no. No, no, no. That no. was the margin. Well, I guess, yeah, that's the margin. But Chris Scott in the fucking post-match talking about, oh, you know, you know, we did a ride after that. It was just that quarter time, blah, blah, blah. No, it wasn't. No. Second quarter, you got annihilated worse than probably any team I've seen this season except from the scoreboard. Yeah. Melbourne yep. kicked like 110 or something. No, no, no. Yeah. We kicked two goals and they didn't, they didn't kick a goal for the whole second quarter. They fucking, at one point, it was like 95% time in their forward half. Yep. Mm-hmm. They destroyed you. I've never seen... So many inside fifties with so little reward, and the Melbourne supporters near us were like, "Fuck, don't tell, don't, don't do this to us." And I'm yeah, like, "Yeah, oh, no. do it to them. <laughs> Fuck, do it to them." That's the that's the knock on Melbourne is that when if they actually play a good team, then that would they'll that's, struggle. That's why I say they yeah. can't beat Richmond is because they'll do it for a quarter. But if they do a quarter like they did against us, where they let us, they kept us in the fucking game mm. when Joel Sell would cost us the game. Um, Hawkins was going for a goal <laughs> that would have put us under three goals. Mm. In the third quarter. Nine points it would have been. Fifteen. Nine. Really? Yeah. If he had to kick that goal. Yeah. See? Yeah. See? You needed the scoreboard pressure. You didn't get it because, frankly, team's not good enough. No, they're not. They're just not. Sure. So I, know, I, know, got, I know you so got smashed. Yeah. I don't like this wall. You put, Actually, you're not putting a wall up. No. You're letting me in. I am letting you in. I don't like it because I'm angry and I'm I working know. up to something oh. and you're just like, nah, I'll take it. Yeah, it's true. Oh, Tom. I will do what my team hasn't done and stand up. No, fuck you. You need fire. to be more disgusted with this because this team. Oh no, I'm filthy. I, this, this. We talked about Chris Scott being re-signed. Yep. Kate, oh, this is like he'd be fucking happy about it this week. Yeah, he'd eh? be fucking happy. Fucking dodged a huge fucking holiday. bullet oh. there, didn't you, Chris? There's no plan B, Tom. No, All not. year. When is he going to learn? When's the penny going to drop? This team. You should be disgusted. Did, did, I am. Did, did Geelong? Oh, I got a question for you. Did okay. Geelong think? Let's go. Did Geelong rely on the Holy Trinity too much? Did, was that the thought? Oh, we'll get we'll get the bald headed master in, and then everything will be taken well, care of. It was interesting. Brian Cook was interviewed on the radio this morning, and he was like, "Anyone who thinks that because we got Gary Ablett in, meant we're going to just walk into a grand final is an idiot." Well, that was most of Geelong fans then. Well, yeah, but they're idiots. Yeah, <laughs> like we have a guy who wrote a song which was a remix of the Dire Straits hit "Money for Nothing." <laughs> Gaza for nothing, TK for free. So that's the level of people we're dealing with. But no, I I was never under the illusion that Ablett in meant we're going to go that one step further. Yeah. Because our knock, and I was talking this bit with my old man just before actually and on the night. Our knock has never been our midfield. It's not our back line. Mm. It's our forward line. Our forward structure over the yeah. last two or three yeah. years just because, we, cause, because all the small pressure forwards we brought in to build a team around a big dominant Hawkins have consistently injured themselves and we've never been able to find a second banana for Hawkins. Fire the medical team. Well, that's what Brisbane did. We had, a, we had a run of four or five years where we couldn't get players on the park. They bring in new people. This is Geelong's thing. It's the same shit every year, Tom. It is. They don't, they don't, take, they don't tweak the fucking game plan or anything. They don't tweak anything. It's sure. the same as last year, but they've just gone they've just gone backwards because other teams have come up and gone forward. Well there was a great point that there was two two great points that Lloydie make. Yeah. Right. We're talking about Eddie Green with Eddie McGuire. I agree with Lloyd's assessment. All ten of those players that he put up to be delisted, yeah. I hundred percent agree with. Get him out of there. Menzel, gone. Menzel, get rid of him. 
Uh, Murdoch, Parsons, Gregson, McCarthy, Cramery, Black, Thurlow, yeah. and there was a couple of others. You yeah. Cramery? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Fuck, I, didn't I like Cramery. But he's not doing anything on our list. Yeah. He didn't show enough to be in our best 22. No. He's probably behind a Sav in the pecking order. Definitely. Get fucking Sav back. See, this is the thing. Sav Hawkins, yes. Mm. Jack Henry, yes, because he can play back and he can play forward. <clears throat> Keep those two. Yep. Get a fucking fit Nakaya Cockatoo for <laughs> a fucking start. Get him on the ground. Get Dalhouse in the side. All of a sudden we have... Because the other thing too is Radigalia plays about five or six tackles a game in the forward line. For a big dude, that is invaluable. Because we just got smashed in every kind of contested... Yeah. And it's been the trade all year. Lloyd was talking about how Geelong's system has been brilliant for many years in that we start from defence. And it's been like that since 07. We have a great defence and we use that to build a good offence. And it's a system that we've used for ages. But he's saying that the game, since the Bulldogs' premiership actually, has moved to a point where it's not about that anymore. It's about manic forward pressure. And we don't have pressure forwards. The game has changed and Geelong haven't changed. No, that's it. That's the thing. That's it. Mm. Luke Dalhouse is not going to fix this. No, no. He's a B-grade player. It's it's going to require... I don't know why people are like, oh, once we get him. No, we'll- no. Again, I don't think nah. I don't think he's the solution. Yeah, but, but there's nah. a lot of Geelong people who do. Yeah, they're fucking imbeciles. Yeah, this, this is a bit no, of a- it's a rebuild. You got you got to yeah. go in a, a definite rebuild phase. I go, think go I to think- the draft, Tom. You haven't been there. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna have to go this year because mm. we can't trade picks anymore. It's not <laughs> ideal though. You would have liked to have um, grabbed a premiership by now since Dangerfield crossed over. We probably would have. Yeah. yeah, I think in summary, it's it's a wasted season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can I go one further? Sure. The window is closed. Uh-huh. I don't think the window is closed. No, I think it is. Yeah, I think it's slammed closed. shut. I, think I don't closed. think so. Yep. Yeah. That's all right. You'll be... Uh, you'll Selwood, be... Selwood's best is past. You only just made the eight, Tom. Yeah. You scraped in. Because you had two soft wins closed, at the end mate. of the fucking year. Yeah. There's, there's no draft coming in anymore. We've shut that window. Well, no, there is a draft coming in because we have to draft this year. Yeah, but what picks <laughs> have you got? What's, what's... Uh, we got? We got a pick in the first round for the first time ever. Yeah. Um, so one pick, one kid. Not going to win a flag off one kid. I'm not saying that, mate. Here's the thing, though. It's interesting with Geelong because, like, fuck me. Hawkins has had a career year. Yep. Tim Kelly's won, you know, best young player. Yep. A lot of things have gone right. Tom Stewart's been in the All-Australian squad. Yep. Hawkins was in there as well. Yep. And he's just scraped into the eight. And yep. you've got Dangerfield and Selwood and Ablett. Yeah. Big problems at Geelong. Yeah, huge. Big and it, for, for you to back up Matty Lloyd and say, yeah, get rid of those 10 players, teams that have the window open don't cut 10 players. Um. It's not to say you're not going to cut all ten of them. No, and chances are you're not going to have ten changes in your list. No, but for people to be saying that's what needs to happen, I mean the other thing too is that that window is slammed shut. Slammed shut. I think the other thing too is though you can't review a season after that loss because there's no perspective whatsoever. You can't even look at any positives. Like that is true. I'm looking at that game going everyone's shit. And I'm like actually you know what we blooded a whole bunch of young defenders this year who performed. Our backline was the best in the comp. Yeah, and it was a ragtag group of a guy who was playing in the you know Geelong grade level two years ago, a, a steeplechaser who's never played fullback, an eighteen year old, a twenty year old Andrew Buse's son. Like we don't have to keep calling him a steeplechaser. He's been an AFL footballer <laughs> for you know half a decade. All right, a decathlete. Then that's let's Jack get Henry. rid of. <laughs> let's let's push. Someone needs to go into retirement, and it's Harry Taylor. No, I disagree. No, nah, fuck him off. Do you know yeah, who was yeah. the worst defender on the night? It wasn't Harry Taylor. Henderson. Lockie Henderson. Get rid of him too. He's do you know trash. Who, do you know who else was terrible on Henderson's the night? Henderson's not going to play in your next premiership. Do you know who's a flat track dickhead and needs to go? Who? Menegola. 
Or not. Tom, he's been your best performed player in the last month. Sean. Rankings-wise, statistically. Cool. What's he done wrong? Do you know what what he doesn't do, Sean? I don't know. What's the one thing we're lacking? Couldn't tell you what it looks like. Pressure? Pressure. Hmm. Doesn't lay tackles. Doesn't chase. The amount of times I saw the free Melbourne player out the back, geez, who was his direct opponent? Sam Menegola standing 10 metres away, lightly fucking Jogging. What do you expect from Menangola, though, with the role models he has at that club? That's your entire <laughs> club. You just described them. No, mate. Danger field. You got a Rolls Royce midfield, and they don't fucking man up or chase or do anything. They, you, it's a one way team. Mate, do you know what's, what's hilarious is you're getting angrier and angrier because I keep agreeing with you? It annoys me, Tom. <laughs> because is this the attitude inside the four walls of Geelong? They need to fucking be like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, there needs to be a serious. We've, we've yep. signed a dickhead coach who doesn't do anything. He's not reactive. It's going to be fine. He fucks it, mate. He's there for a couple of years, and then what they're going to do is, Corey Enright and Matty Scarlett, dual coaches. <laughs> Every other club is moving towards having players who can play in different positions. Yep. And it's like Geelong have gone backwards against that. You've got Blitzarves. If you have to, put him in the fucking ruck. We did. Did you? Yeah. For how long? Quite a bit. He Quite was a there. bit. He, was there. he didn't. Jack <laughs> Henry. Retract that. <laughs> Jack Henry did not ruck at all. Blitzarves no, rucked a lot. There's yeah. other players who just, I don't yeah. know, it's just the same plan. Oh, we yeah. keep harping on about plan B, but it's like, oh, Things are going bad. All right, let's put Dangerfield in the goal square. Yeah. Oh, we can't get the ball to him. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Chris Scott. And that's why having Overrated. another target up forward. You know he's a good coach? Right? You know he's a good coach you should get? If you say Michael Voss. No, Blake Carousella. We did have Ooh. him. Yeah, get him as a senior coach. Oh, bummer. He's uh, a gun. Honestly. Richard won't let him leave. Th- this is, I think we're going to look, historically we're going to look back on this period and be like, they killed themselves by keeping Chris Scott. He's there for, what, another four years? The only current coach in the AFL yeah. whose contract goes as long as or past Chris Scott's contract, yeah. it's Adam Simpson, and he signed his last week. And he's taken his team from here to a grand final and pushing for another grand final this year. You know what? Geelong's been so disappointing this year. You know what you deserve in terms of you get rid of Chris Scott? Coach swap. Send him to Freo and you can have Ross Lyons. Oh, mate, no. Yeah. I think we deserve that. Yeah. That's harsh. Don't you fucking put that on my team, Sean. Yeah, just on the window being closed, I think so many other clubs have gone past you. Richmond's clearly ahead of you. Melbourne have gone past you. Collingwood, I think, have gone past you. Oh, no. No, they have. Disagree. West Coast. Essendon. mm, Essendon will next year. Essendon have been past us for two years now. Big profit call. Yep. I'm going to go early. Yep. Next year, Brisbane finish higher than Geelong. I like it. You're missing the eight. We might be too, but we're going to finish ahead of you. Nah, we'll finish ninth. You'll finish twelfth. We'll see what happens. No, I, I reckon we're okay. You're okay. You know what it is? What? I agree with you, Tom. You are okay. Yeah. Just, just like you and Sydney okay. have been for the last few years. That's just true. okay. That's fine. It's not fine. You should be fucking angry. <laughs> I am angry, but it's All funnier right. for me to be fine because oh, you get upset. Fuck. Next um, game. No. One more thing. No, fuck it. One more thing. Yep. Uh, in terms of, I don't think, I don't think the windows shut. I think, I think there is. Basically, Chris Scott has one crack. Next year is a make or break. I'm going all in on 2019 (laughs) because I think after that, the window slams shut. You can wrench that window back open if they make not necessarily coaching changes, but wholesale changes to a game plan and to how they prepare because there's something going on with how they prepare. The fact that we've kicked no goals in three finals in the last three years all after a bye. It's fucked. Yeah, mm. that's fucked. When was your last flag? 11. Can I say? Seven years. Do you know what's bullshit? I was talking to someone. That Chris Scott still has a job? Yep, that too. But 
2016 should have been Geelong versus the Bulldogs. We should have come out, pumped Sydney. We beat Hawthorne. We finished second or first, second on the ladder. Mm. We came against Sydney that were a bit shaky, and they ran over the top of us and then got smashed by the Bulldogs. Yeah. It should have been a Geelong cat, Geelong Dogs grand final. Mm. And we probably could have beaten the dogs. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. What is this? Shoulda, woulda, coulda. You know what should happen? Essendon should have beaten Carlton, Fremantle, doggies this year. Should have been in the four. Should have just played West Coast. He did this his first fucking episode you were back on, you fuckhead. Brisbane should have won all their close games this year and snuck into the finals. Oh, sliding doors, Tom. Do you know what we need? Do you know what should have Do you want to know a sliding door moment? What? It's actually got to cast your mind back way, way back. Is this a real sliding door or a Barrett sliding door? Nah, real sliding door. Bomber Thompson, still the coach. We have three young up-and-coming ruckmen on our list. Mark Blake, Trent West, Shane Mumford. Guess which two Bomber keeps? They didn't push Mumford out. He wanted to leave because of opportunities. Yeah, because he wasn't getting... And he got a bigger contract. Because he was being picked behind Trent West and Mark Blake. Yep. Mm. Mumford, if he had stayed and we had held on to him, we would have won a premiership at some time between 11 and now. Would have should hundred percent. Would have. Yeah, this is what it's come to for you. I'm, yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm fucking embarrassed for you. Okay, to be grasping at these what ifs. Sure. Fuck Tom. Mate, my team just got smashed. Right, be nice. Next game. Next game. This this game actually took the heat off my team a bit. It's <laughs> taken the heat off you completely. So good. Except on this show. Yeah. Fuck. Sydney was so bad. Awful. Yeah. Awful. They kicked two cheapies at the end as well. They kicked two goals up until that point. That yep. was disgusting. Tom Papley, only Awful goal scorer for their side. <laughs> GWS should have won this by about eighty. Could have won it by hundred points. They were cruising yeah. at half. To, uh, yeah, yeah. After half time. Yeah. GWS. Yep. They put the queue in the rack. You yep. looked at. Yep. They put Deledio on the bench 10 minutes to go in the last quarter. Just went, yeah. And Green as well. Green, yep. Deledio, and Cameron all finished the game on the bench. Because mm. they went, pump me breaks, fellas. It was a monstrous third quarter. They Huge. monstered them. Absolutely monstered them. The only concern now for the Giants, though, Josh Kelly's knee. I know. He won't play. Is, is, there, is there a report on that? It's a meniscus, meniscus oh, tear. Meniscus tear, is it? They, they reckon he's cooked for That's the year. They haven't said that, but... What did what did I, I'm not do sure about a meniscus tear. Really what is that? Hard. What did Goods do? Adam Goods. Yeah, remember his knee in 05 or 12? He did his oh, knee in like a semi-final and then played and they won yeah, the grand final. Yeah, but that's Adam Goods. Yeah, he's a superstar. That's like him and Stevie J. They just play through. <laughs> they just Fucking. go, you know what? I don't have any knees. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to kick five goals. <laughs> Anyone else would be in a wheelchair and they somehow play. <laughs> Fuck, I loved Adam Goods. Yeah, Fuck a champion. champion. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, well. They need some fucking Adam Goods right they now. They did. Sydney. Sydney certainly does. You, you, well, you speaking, like, you want to talk about fucking premiership window slamming sharp. Sydney have actually had two goes at it. Cooked both of them. Well, I'd argue that um, Horse Longwire needs to move on. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yep. They both, I, I think both, he's out of ideas. Well, I, and I think the issue is Horse Longmire's heir apparent left the club last year. Yeah, they, um, they've probably fucked the timing there. Yep. But no, you wouldn't have got rid of him last year. But I can't see them having any impact next year. No. Um, I just can't. They'll no. lose Hanabry. Yeah, Buddy's going to get older again. Seriously, that team is just Buddy shouldn't have played. Well, he shouldn't have, but, but he also- had to because he's all. That's it. He's that team. Mm. Him and Josh Kennedy, and then it falls away after that. Heaney's good, but f- Heaney's, I don't know. Heaney's so good though that if they start to drop off a bit, and a up and coming club like a like a Bombers or a Collingwood or a Rich or a Brisbane or a Richmond go, yeah, hey yeah. Heaney, if you want to come to a successful club mm-hmm. for X amount of dollars, fuck, the Giants could throw money at Isaac Heaney and he'd go there. He, uh, if we do think contracts mean anything though, he's on a big one, like a long term one. Yeah, 
I think he signed five years or something. Contracts mean fuck all though. Oh, they do, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Sydney's in trouble. The only like well, you- again, but again, we're doing the same thing with Geelong. Like they lost really badly, and now we're going, oh, they're fucking, they're dead. That's no, but, but they're the gone, signs you know? have been there for for Sydney yeah, for a while. I, I, I do think those last three victories, I didn't think. I think they were flukes. Yeah, yep. that they had circumstances. Like, like yeah. Melbourne kicked themselves out of it. Like they had, they Melbourne dominated that, but they yep. just couldn't get on the yep. scoreboard. The Giants won. Phil Davis got injured. That's right. Phil, Phil Davis, Davis got injured. And injured. Even, so even, they shouldn't have even been where they were to start off with. Even so. the Collingwood one a few weeks ago. Yeah, where fluke. Fluke kick from yeah. McCartan, McCartan. And Collingwood yeah. had owned all of the play for that whole game. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. 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 Nah, poor Sydney. I think Sydney shouldn't have been in the finals. It should have been Essendon or yep. who, who was next off the rank? North Melbourne maybe? Yeah. Or- North Port, your favourite. Oh, fuck Port. Yeah. Nah, Sydney can stay in forever. <laughs> they're just they're too I think Dermot Brereton came out and said that the the game plan does not serve Lance Franklin at all. No. And when when was the last time you saw Sydney Sydney score over a hundred points? That's it. Yeah, <sighs> just don't do it. Like mm. so what you're about Geelong's failings, at least some at least when our attack is firing, it fires. Yep. Yeah. The thing about Franklin, I mean, they've got him how, how many more years now? Well he's fifteen, I think, was his first year. On a ten-year deal, mm. it's another seven years. No, it's surely not, is it? Yeah, they had him for ten years on the on his contract. But he's been nah, there for a 2014 while. Twenty fourteen was it? Twenty fourteen was his first yeah. year at Sydney, was it? Because he was playing against them in the grand final. I think he's year. got four yeah. years left. So I think he's got 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. No, I think another it was five. a nine-year deal. It was deal, a nine-year deal. Nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. Right. Still take it takes still, it to when Chris Scott's contract finishes. Still four. I mean, four years because the bigger your body. Yep. the more it's going to take out of you. Yep. Like, the less that yep. you're going to have left in the tank. His knees will be and, fucked. And he's already shown signs and, and the thing about Franklin that, that is, fatigue. Yeah, and the thing about Franklin is he's never been the stay-at-home power forward. He's mm. a guy who roams up the ground, runs to 60 and bombs it. Yeah. And well, that's when he's at his best. He's not a contested marker. No. no. Never been. He's crap overhead. He won't, play, he won't finish it. that contract. I don't think they thought he would anyway when they yeah. signed it. It was literally just, just we've got to make it there. so big that Hawthorne GWS won't can. match it well, no, and, and we'll blow rivals out of it. It was GWS. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Now he'll probably do it another few years, then he'll use his exceptional leadership skills and, you know, in a coaching oh, role or something like Jesus. that. Jesus. What yeah, are you talking about, Jesus? All Australian captain, mate. <laughs> All right. If the AFL says it, then it has to be Sure, true. sure. Okay, um, yeah. Next game. Do you know, just quickly, right. I actually want to go back one game because I feel what, like... Back to Geelong and Melbourne? No, no, no. Yes, because I feel like we spent a lot of time shitting on Geelong that we didn't what? go... No, no, wait. We're going back to Geelong. Just wait. No, we're not. We didn't get a chance to talk about... Melbourne. Melbourne. The Dees. The Dees. My September team. Did we not talk about Melbourne? I don't, I don't think so. Did. Not enough, I don't oh, think. They were fucking impressive. They were fucking impressive. Well, sure, we could talk about them when we do a preview, eh? Yeah. All right, why don't yeah. we do that? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I just I just felt bad because I know there's a lot of Melbourne listeners. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. And we want to give them a rev up because they don't. They haven't had a lot to rev up about. No. Game of the round, Eagles versus Collingwood. Oh. How shit did the, were the first three finals? They were really bad. Like, yeah. the Geelong-Melbourne one, the skill execution in the middle two quarters of that game from both sides was yeah. fucking awful. Mm. How many lead changes in the West Coast? Magpies? Twelve. It was awesome. Wow. And then... Big Came crowd. Down to Lewis Jetta fucking kicking that monster kick <laughs> and then the Super yeah. Saiyan celebration. That was great. That oh, was I love great. it. Only goal for the year. Apparently. Only goal for the year. For yeah. what? For Lewis Jetta? Yeah. Yep. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> like, how many games has he played? Yeah. Uh, 17 or 18. What the fuck? Yeah. He has that's... been playing more of a shutdown back pocket okay. role this year, but though. Still, that's fucking yeah. incredible. Yeah. That year that he was ne- probably nearly all Australian at Sydney and he kicked yep. 45 goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Off halfback, remember? 
Far out. Yep. Do you know what I love, huge. though, is that his last quarter in that game was fucking huge. Not just that goal, but he was involved in so many passages of yep. play mm. when they put the foot down. Mm. Yep. I love him. Yeah. I, I want excitement. Yeah. And I, you, know, you know, that that game as well, like especially that last quarter, it wasn't one of those things where you go, oh, buddy, Collingwood blew it. I just think you had two sides that were neck and neck and West Coast just pushed ahead of them. You know, it wasn't like, yep. oh, Collingwood fucked that up. Nah. Just that West Coast were just that little bit better in that. And that's a really good football game, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, the crowd carried West Coast as well when, mm. the, when, it, when their backs were to the wall. I will say, though, two... Odd umpiring decisions that did go West Coast way. The first one was that mark to Kennedy that was not a mark. Oh, yeah. The umpire paid it. It clearly hit the ground, and the umpire that paid it was on the side where it hit the ground. Mm. Uh, and the other one was down the Sometimes, other end. Sometimes, though, oh, you, watch, you watch them in slow close. motion, and you go, oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I benefited that for mine. I was like, yeah. watching it even in real time, I'm like, I don't think he marked that. Mm. And I think yeah. if you're unsure, call play on. Mm. Yeah. Never pay the mark. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I would. Okay. That's what they usually do. I feel like if they're unsure of a mark, they usually go play on. Yeah, yeah fair enough. The other one was Jordan DeGale getting pink for holding the ball with yeah. about two minutes oh. to go on their forward line, and Eddie went ballistic. And I agree. He had no prior opportunity, and they'd let <sighs> West Coast go with about two very similar decisions. DeGale is a fuckwit game winner. <laughs> oh, isn't he? <laughs> but and he has given himself look, they a probably big bad haircut. <laughs> yeah, it's shocking. Oh. They, they weren't going to win probably, but it's just a... Don't you hate it when you've had a close game with all these lead changes? Yep. A minute and a half, minute to go, and the umpire ends the game yeah. mm. with a with a shitty decision. West yeah. Coast would have held on to one win. Yeah, I reckon the momentum oh. was with him. There were two goals down. There was less than a minute. To, there was a minute to go. I think they still would have held on, mm. but yeah. it just made it interesting. Yeah, yeah definitely. Totally. Moment of the game. I got one. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Varco's chase down. Oh. Oh, that was great. Jesus. Had no yes. right to catch Luke Shuey. No. That was fucking caught him anyway. Shuey was like, what? Yeah. Hell? <laughs> Where the fuck yeah. did this old but man come you, from? You know Incredible. What, you know what was the best as well? Like, he brings him down, slides, and then kind of stands, stands up. Stands back up. Yeah, motion. Motion. And then oh. just like stands there and going, everyone slow down. Like, oh, yeah, down. it was fun. Oh. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Really I, cool. I, I wanted them to that. win for that moment. Yeah. And the and the goal, he's, the goal he kicked at the start. Yeah, got him going. Fuck yeah. But So I watched that game, and I watched that tackle. And I was like, oh, you know what Geelong really need at the moment? Fucking forward pressure. Oh, there's a guy who's really good at forward pressure. Yeah, need a Travis Varco yeah. type down at Geelong, <sighs> don't they? Yeah. Do you reckon? I think he's gotten better at Collingwood. Yeah, I think he's playing. He's a found a role, role yeah. I think. He's, yeah. he's got a leadership type yeah. senior role. I think he's playing. He, plays, he also plays a lot in the back line. He was more scattered at Geelong. Like, they, you kind of never had one specific role for him. You kind of flipped him around a bit. No, he, well, because he started as a, a dangerous half forward and then became yeah. a midfielder and. Whereas I think the role they've given him, which is a, an attacking defender who can go forward, yep. I think is where he belongs. Yep. I think he's the kind of player who benefits from just being like, this is your role. Yep. Just, that's what we're going to get you to do. Just yep. do that. Good on him. Yeah. yeah. I was going for Collingwood. Yeah, and I've never done that before in my life. But even then life. when West Coast yeah. hit the lead, I wasn't like, oh, fucking West Coast. I was like, no, they deserve to. Because it was a good lead. game. Mm. It was like, oh, fuck, it was footy's good. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, <clears throat> not sold on West Coast being in a prelim. I don't know. I don't think they're going to win it, but anyway. No, they won't. Well, no, because they're probably going to have to play, let's be honest, a they're going to have train. to play Melbourne. A freight train. And Melbourne oh, have a very yeah. good record against them over in the West. Yep. They actually do. They've, they've won the last two or three, I think. Yep. Yeah, right. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Let's look ahead. All right. Yeah, we already are. We are. What's the Friday night game? Uh, Hawthorne, Melbourne. Huge. Melbourne. Melbourne. Hawthorne are a rabble. But yeah. no, no, no. It's, this isn't as clear cut as I think people no, think it is. It is. Hawthorne smashed them by 10 goals earlier in the year. 
Mm. Yeah, that was a different Melbourne. Well, you never know. I don't think it's like everyone's going to be like, yeah, Melbourne, or I've got this in the bag. did Melbourne spend all their petrol tickets in the first final playing against Geelong, who beat us by under a goal twice and all of that hoo-ha? Well, you could say that Melbourne have been playing. <clears throat> Actually, this just... <laughs> I hate to go back to the Geelong-Melbourne game. Let's go. Because we want to talk about Melbourne. Yeah. Melbourne, you could argue they've benefited from essentially playing finals for a month already. Yep. Because yep. of all their games. That's yep. the intensity they've had. Whereas Geelong, who are terrible off a bye, but on top of that have played Gold Coast and Frio, two of the shittest teams. I read a thing mm. saying that um, Geelong, when they put their request in for the fixture next year, should just be like, Two interstate games for their last two games yeah. <laughs> against like Adelaide and West Coast. Or just yeah, be like, can yeah. we play Richmond twice in the yeah, last two weeks? Last two weeks. <laughs> well, I think it's Alistair Clarkson's thing where he says like the best build up to the finals is is really tough games. Yeah, definitely. Like, that's that's the best way to do it. And so. if you look at our run to finals in the last couple of years, I think in 2017 we played the Giants and smashed them by 60 points and yeah. they were not great last year. They had a lot yeah. of injuries last year. I think the year before that, we may have played like Brisbane. Yeah. Who'd you play the week before the Gold Coast Freo ones? Hawthorne. Okay. So, to get rid of that. Factor in just the mindset of, of the Geelong players. You're playing Freo, garbage. Gold Coast are even worse, probably. And then, like, I, I know they would have talked about it. Like Chris Scott would have said, Talking make sure you switched it. on. Make sure you switched on. But it's a different thing to actually go out there and suddenly be playing against an opposition who's so much better and than what brought, you've been up and against. And who brought the pressure. Melbourne, yeah. for a team that's never played finals, yeah. they brought it. James Harms, fucking brilliant awesome. job. Killed so Selwood. Good. Killed Selwood, who killed the game and made him behave uncaptain-like. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. so dumb. People like, Grant Thomas had a shot and was like, it should have been a free kick. And I know we're going back again, but it should be a free kick. It's dumb. Don't fucking pull a guy's head off in front of the emergency mm. umpire mm. when your fucking teammate's going for goal. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't Melbourne was disciplined. Yeah. No, it was Melksham. It was Melksham. To be fair, I'd also deck Melksham if he came <laughs> exactly. just near me. Oh, he, yeah. Didn't you say he's a boxer? I wouldn't go near him. Yeah. Well, he did the thing and then and then Ablett comes out as well and then Melksham gets up and does the old... Yeah, the, the thing to, to Ablett. So when Ablett gave Selwood a yeah, so he was on the he? mark. He turned yeah. around to Ablett, Selwood, screamed at him, pointed at him, and shook his head. Ooh. Basically, went, "You've cost us a goal." Yeah, yeah. And, and the game, know. and the game. Yeah, and here we are talking about Geelong. Yeah. Fucking why keep talking about? No, it. but we're talking about how right. Melbourne were very good at getting inside their head, and yep. they'll do it again this week against Hawthorne. They will. Well, I I think like it's going to be one of those. Clearly, I think going on last week, Melbourne is the better team. Yep. I think Melbourne will be able to control the ball. If, Can they score? If they're going to be able to score. That's the thing. If but, they're going to kick themselves out of it again. Because all at Hawthorne, Hawthorne's kicking, which was shocking last week against the, the, the Tigers, I think that's an aberration. They're not that, going to do it two weeks in a row. That's exactly right. Yep. So you got to trust that Hawthorne's going to be a lot better with that. Is Melbourne then going to be able to come to the party? That's, that's the big question. They can. They're going to win. I think it would have been closer if Ben Stratton were playing. Mm. That's a huge out. He's probably yeah, he's nearly huge. definitely in that part of the ground. He's their most important. But player. see, look yeah. what happened. As yeah. soon as he went down with injury, the floodgates opened, yeah. and Richmond went ballistic. Yeah, mm. like Hawthorne mm. will be better prepared this week because that would have been a sudden thing. They would have had to rearrange. They've got all week to prepare now. But fuck, Wiedemann looks really good. Like Which is cool. uh, this is for me. Melbourne don't need Jesse Hogan. No, and I would. I don't want to get no. into trade talks, but trade. just very quickly. Give him, send him to Freo and yep. take pick four and five, which yep. Freo will have. That's what I would do. Do it. Yep. In a in a heartbeat. And yeah. then with like pick four or five, go to another club and be like, we'll give you one of pick four or five for an established third midfielder. Yep, or, for a great midfielder. Or, no, and no, then no. We'll take a great kid. For a defender. Well, they got Hibbert and, and Lever, remember? Yeah, I'm talking about like someone to help out Oscar McDonald. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because Frost, mm. Frost's okay. 
Yeah. But I think they just need one more. Yep. You know, just a guy who gives him like two or three years. Hey, Melbourne, give us pick four. We'll give you Harry Tyler for a year. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Never in a million years. No. Uh, yeah, I'm going to back Melbourne by... I think they'll win by four goals. I'm going to be eight points, Melbourne. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to stay on the D's. Um, Melbourne by seventeen. Ooh, nice. We'll go that. Yep. All Next Melbourne. game. The uh, Giants. Giants and the Pies. Pies on a Saturday night. Pies will win. Oh. Now here's why. Okay. Pies will win. Uh, the Giants have a terrible record against Collingwood. They've beaten them once. That's true. Yeah. And, and that at was, the MCG, and that was at Spotless. I think. Yep. Is there only win there? Yeah. Right. I think no. Josh Kelly. Hurts them. That's huge. That is huge. And Collingwood will be fired up from their loss. Whereas, let's be honest, so the Giants got to cruise. Mm. Yep. And I think at the G, with 80% of the crowd screaming for the pies, I reckon the Maggies will come to play. Is this going to be the most one-sided crowd in history? No, that was on um, Saturday night, West Coast versus Collingwood. No, no, Collingwood. Yeah, there a was heaps there. Yeah, a lot of travelling yeah. fans. I'm being a facetious fuckhead, Sean. Okay, mate. Well, uh, And Jesus. I think the most one-sided crowd in history was uh, Geelong's home qualifying final last year against Richmond when we had five yeah. supporters there. I know that one still stings you, but in like in reality, this very well could be. Oh, yeah. yeah. They'll be, yeah. put it this way. So, obviously, I work there. The tickets went on mm. sale. Uh, MCC members, Hawthorne, Melbourne, tickets gone within yeah. about half an hour. Plenty of seats left for Collingwood. I think, I think the expected yeah. crowds are 90 for the first game and 68 for the Collingwood GWS. And 60 will be Collingwood supporters. Yeah. Oh, more. Yeah. Probably how many Richmond how many supporters yeah. just there to yeah, see you probably who's have 60, play. 60 Collingwood, then you have about 5,000 will be neutral. And yeah. Yeah, people just wandering off the street. Oh, what's this about? And then Heath Shaw. So, and he'll be going for Collingwood. Yep. <laughs> just for fun. Now, the only the only best thing to come out of this, though, is you know how Toby Green's been doing his fly kicking technique mm. again? Oh, a little kung fu. Kung fu, kung fu green. Yep. Jeremy Howe was asked about that today. You know, you'd be playing probably on Toby Green. What do you feel about the kung fu? And how's the sponsor was? Oh, just kick him right back. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Good. Good. Well, I think, he'll I think, he'll I kick would... him in the shoulder as he climbs into the clouds. Yeah. Well, you know, until the AFL... Put the rule in. They It'll keep I think they will. It just looks... Fuck, I don't want to talk too much about it. I've been listening to SEN and they've just been going on and on about it. But it's disgusting. It's disgraceful. I want someone to kick him in the head this week to show him what it's like. Yep. And then AFL can get rid of it after that. Yeah, yeah. Goldsack. He can retire then. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. on Goldsack. What a game. Amazing game. Fuck. Kept he, Kennedy I, pretty much out of it. Before the game, I thought this is the worst decision you will so ever did make, I. Buckley. Oh. Unbelievable. But there Buckley, you go. Buckley's a new man this year. Both um, Collingwood and GWS rolled the dice and they all paid off. Oh, Deledio mm. was um, he, he was he great. Was really good. Green was best on yeah. ground, probably. Oh, so, what if um, they roll the dice with Griffin this week? Ooh, for Kelly? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Collingwood got no more dice rolls to roll. They'll just throw uh, up the same Pretty team. much. Yeah. That's. Mm. I, I, I'm going to back Collingwood. I think the Grundy factor. Oh, Grundy will kill Lob. He will absolutely kill him. Because he killed Lysette. Yeah. He had 48 hit-outs. If, fucked. If mm. Kelly was playing, uh, it'd be close. I still think it'd be close. I think Collingwood by like 10 points. Yeah. 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 I'm mean, maybe under a goal. Mm. I'm going to go the Giants. Oh. Yep. Yeah, you want the orange tsunami though, don't you? Yeah, I just... I, it's good I, for the I, game. I've liked, I've liked them from the start of the year, Ugh. and I think they're starting to come into it. So, yeah, I think the Giants. The Giants better be uh, Giants by, let's say, eight points. We'll Can we that. talk quickly just about yeah. the Giants and uh, Phil Davis being interviewed during the Sydney <laughs> Giants game when asked yeah. about what he thought of Buddy Franklin and he said, 
He's a fucking great player. Oh, sorry. Uh. <laughs> that was great. Four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I loved it. It was awesome. Um, they got into it in the last quarter, those two. Yeah. yeah. Did you read the why? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't like the tactics. He was like bumping him into Into another player, yeah. Which is what he said yeah. he did to him in the previous game. Yeah. He saw him go down injured. Yep. Yeah, that's what a player does when they're injured, like Buddy, and they can't Im- impact the contest. I yeah. think. Uh, C figure one, Alistair Lynch. <laughs> that's a hundred percent correct. Oh, yeah. He tore his hamstring and then just went windmills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I love you, Lynchy. Ah, oh, he's a Don Quixote. Yeah. He tilts at windmills. Sam, you mentioned that you've liked GWS all year. Yeah, this since is, the start of the year. Yeah. yeah. What was your top eight at the start of the year? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Oh, nice segue. Sure. Mm. Oh. Mm. All right. Because oh, mine's garbage. All right. uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have it. I, and I've got to say, I did not get many right. I don't think I got any in the correct positions. None at all. All right, here we go. Top eight from the start of the year. Recap. Top of the table. Adelaide. Oh. <laughs> I think we all did that. Wowee. Adelaide, GWS. Yep. Richmond. Ooh. Yep. Sydney. Mm. Yeah. So that was my top four. Yeah. And then uh, uh, five to eight. Geelong, Essendon, Melbourne, and Port Adelaide. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Uh. Yeah. Because a few of those teams were, were pushing. Well, I tell you, probably the closest that actually got in in the position was Port Adelaide because when I oh, know they finished tenth, didn't they? Melbourne, you had them six Ma- or seven. Mel- Melbourne seventh, so they finished fifth. So that's not, that's not too bad. Yeah, but uh, pretty pretty awful. What? So I missed Adelaide, <sighs> Adelaide, Essendon, Port Adelaide didn't even make it. Didn't even have Hawthorne, West Coast, or Collingwood anywhere near it. But at least at least Port and Essendon were in the conversation. They were in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yep. Yeah, because uh, sure I had a look at my my top eight, and uh, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Yeah, Adelaide, on oh, nice. All right, Very uh, good. Geelong. Oh, at least they made it. Uh, Sydney, Richmond. Yeah, Geelong right. that high. Oh, Geelong second. It's disgusting. Hey, Sean, where'd you have Geelong, mate? We'll get to that. 
Sean went, no, where'd you have him? First. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> uh, Never and, again. Wow. And my bottom eight, uh, Essendon, fifth. Western Bulldogs. Oh, oh the doggies. Why? Why? Come back. I don't know why. It's disgusting. Did they, they didn't do anything in the off-season. You would have thought that it was just a one-off. Premiership yeah, hangover, yeah, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. Do I think like the Bont, they were going to like clone Bont yeah. and just have 20 of him? <laughs> Melbourne huh? and uh, Port. Right. Well, not, I bad, not bad. Port 8th was a common thing. Yeah. I had Geelong first. Wow. And I'll never do that again. Wow. Oh, I also had the Giants ninth, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had Sydney second, Adelaide third, Richmond fourth. I got Melbourne, right? Fifth? They finished fifth, yeah? Yeah. They did, yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful. Uh, Port Adelaide sixth, Essendon seventh, and GWS in the eight. Wow. Yes. Wow, wait. Yeah. So we all, had, we all had Port, we all had Essendon. Yeah. We all had Adelaide. West Coast. We all had Adelaide in the top two. Yep. None of us had West Coast. None of us had Collingwood. None no. of us had Hawthorne. Bloody no. hell. I'll quickly just run through Dusha. It's pretty similar. He actually also had Geelong. Geelong, Adelaide, Sydney, GWS, Essendon, Richmond in sixth, the Western Bulldogs, and Melbourne. Wow. <laughs> Why the fuck did Dusha and I put Western Bulldogs in Must have in like talked each other into it. Fuck. It's terrible. common themes coming. Like, the one theme that's very interesting is none of us thought that Richmond could back it up. All of us had Richmond... Down the table. I think everybody felt that way, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, because not, not I think fan. it's justified because we know that Richmond can't play away from the G. Also, mm. that's a good point. But also, I think it's having seen what the Bulldogs did, people yeah. were probably like, ah, flash in the pan. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Oh. Now, Tom. Yes. I listened back to a little bit of the first episode where we made predictions. Yes. There are a few that you came after me about because I said in regard to St Kilda, if they have a down year, is Richo in trouble? And you were like, get fucked, dickhead. No way. Blah, blah, blah. Big trouble. He's going to survive, but big trouble. Oh, yeah. There, there's yeah. apparently like a brutal internal review happening at that mm. club. Yeah, as they should. Simon. It's a Richmond situation where mm. everyone will get fired except the head coach. Yeah. It'll they're be, they're, be they're the next basket case. I think, I think next year, profit call, Carlton's going to pick itself up. Oh. I think they're going to pick itself yep. up a little bit. Yep. Yep. And St Kilda and Gold Coast are going to be the, the basket cases. They're Ooh. going to be the bottoms. I think I think Gold Coast are a basket case. Already, they sure um, are. And I don't think that's going to get any better I, for that's them. That's a good change. They're going to lose Lynch. Oh, and probably May. The word on the street is that clubs are going to come hard for yeah. May. Collingwood, yeah. yeah. I don't He's know what pe- they had to trade for him, though. I mean, anything. High pick. Brody Grundy. They don't have a high pick, though. This is the thing. I, if anything, Gold Coast might hang on to May for a year because they know that it'll just be the same situation next year and they'll get, like, pick two or three for him as compensation. Unless someone gives them a better deal than that, they might just be in their best interest to do that. Imagine mm. if Hawthorne, having lost Lynch, went hard for May. Well, they might. They should. We'll give you O'Meara back. Give us May. O'Meara's <laughs> <laughs> good. He he's could good. be uh, – he's a bit of X factor this week. He is. Um, from this moment now – Who's in the grand final? For me, it's Richmond, Melbourne. Mm, yeah, I think that's that. I mean, that's that's what I would love. Mm. I think because I think I think Richmond's a, a given yep. kind of thing. Like I think they're in. I don't think they are going to lose. What? So it's going to be either Collingwood or GWS. I don't think they're going to lose to either of those teams. So Richmond's in. Yeah, and Melbourne, Melbourne. could. Could storm to those next two. Yep. Very easily. Absolutely. I tell you what I don't want. I don't want Richmond West Coast. No. Because it'll be over in a quarter. Yeah, I don't want West Coast anymore. I could either. get behind yeah. though. Collingwood, Melbourne. Oh. 
Can it be? It can be, can it? Yeah, it can be that. It's very possible. Whoa. I'm going to make a big, dumb profit call. Look Whoa. out. Collingwood, Melbourne. Whoa. Norm Grand Smith. Final. Norm Smith? Yeah. Who's winning? Melbourne. Nah. Buckley. And Norm <laughs> Smith, steel side bottom. Whoa. Wow. We. Did you say nut Buckley? Yeah. <laughs> Like, as in Buckley's the secret weapon. Yep. <laughs> He's going to put himself yeah, on the ground. I mean, another Norm Smith. Yeah, that disguise he, himself as Ma- Mason Cox. Yeah. Oh, Coxie was poor on oh, the he was. Oh, that, that was. They, they got to him. Yeah. They got, like, that is the best example of finals getting to someone. Yep. And and Barris and McGovern knew it too and yeah. played him brilliantly. Just, just, put, just didn't push him. Just body themselves. So he was always under the ball. Yeah. He could never take a clean mark. Yeah. And then his confidence was shot. So he was leaping early, putting his arms in, just not getting in yeah. the right positions from that yeah. point on. And, you know. Yeah. Melbourne to win the flag and Petrarca for the Norm Smith. Petrarca was ordinary on the weekend. He'll be good. Uh, I've got. He'll lift. I've got Tigers. Tigers are going to beat the D's and oh. Trent Cotchin. I'm going safe. Oh. Yeah. What a lazy pick. You I know. Head. I know. Tom, part of this isn't how Bland's footy. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, part of the reason why I want Melbourne in is because I I know that we're going to be at the game and probably almost definitely getting behind whoever's not Richmond. Yes, and so if I'm going to be wearing another scarf, I probably want it to be Melbourne from the remaining group of mm. teams. Mm. Yeah, I can get behind Melbourne. Yeah, I definitely it's good I for could, footy. Oh, Weirdly, good I could football. get behind West Coast, but I just know they'd lose. Yeah, true. Because you know, Lewis Jenner. <laughs> Well, what, go fucking Super Saiyan 3 and kick a few more? <laughs> you never know. Uh, Just on the tipping. Yes. What's going on? What do you mean? Where's our winner? Button. Yeah. Yeah, no, has it come forward? Where are you, Button? Button. Button, you've do got to you... get in touch with the show. If you don't get in touch with the show by what? Prelim week? No, one week. One week. All right, Button, you have one week. Next episode, we're going to be announcing some tipping prizes and whatnot. So, if you haven't got in touch with us in that week button, it's going to go to third, who I think is Scrim. Scrim. So, Scrim. So Scrim. Champion. Just get in touch with us, ready to go. Yeah, get in early, get in touch with the show. And then I don't know who came fourth. Drob? No, he was fifth. He was fifth. Yeah. Not really sure. Shall we um, dive into the mailbag? Or should, yeah. uh, were we going to do Brownlow tips? Oh, yeah, Brownlow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, um, boys, who's going to win the Brownlow? If it's Tom Mitchell, I'm going to quit football. <laughs> but then you're going to quit football. I think you're going to quit football, dude. It's going to fucking kill me when he yeah. wins that. Yeah. A, because for two reasons. Doesn't deserve it. Doesn't deserve it. But also, it doesn't deserve it because he's a thug as well. He elbowed Goldstein yeah. in the back of the head. He shouldn't, shouldn't be, be playing. He should be ineligible. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, you know. Ah, so many players do could, those could, things. Uh, you know, could, no. could Steel Sidebottom come from the clouds? Maybe. Potentially. He's just know. smoky. See, if Josh Kelly had played more I, games, he'd I, be I, I've got a smoky. And I, put, I put money on this smoky. Yeah. Although, I'm worried because I don't think Sean... Sean at first, might like this, but I don't think he does. Dane Beams is my smoking. Nah, I can get behind it. Can you get behind that? <laughs> I, I've, I've got, I got a little bit of money on Mitchell. I'm his I biggest fan. Safe. Mitchell and uh, and Beams. Oh, a few weeks ago, What's you were sort of, of you're putting him, him down. I never put Dane Beams down. Ma- Dane never Beams in my life. How dare you? Sure. Never in my life. Oh, I have heard I have you every record. round this year. Put, be- he'll get forty possessions, and you go, no, nah, not good enough. It's, t- it's tough love. It's tough love. I, 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 I love him. I think Beams is going to be one of those players where. Because Brisbane played well. Like, I mean, the, the the common knowledge is that you don't poll in games when your team doesn't win, yep. right? But that is often subverted because when teams still do play well, yep. they'll get votes. 
That's what Brisbane's done this year. They've played well in a lot of their games and always in the centre of that has been Dane Beams. Are and you saying it, yeah. that he will possibly poll a lot of one and two votes yep. and occasionally a three voter just to bump him up, whereas uh, Mitchell's yeah. only going to poll three votes or nothing? Yes. I reckon, I reckon that's I reckon Fair. that's pretty standard. And I think I think this year, even if it's not Mitchell and and Dane Beams, I think we're going to have a tie this year. Ooh. I think I think it's going to be one of those years where there's been a lot of players who have played who have uh, good pockets of the year. Yep. No one's really been outstanding. Not even Mitchell's been outstanding. Fife for was all the only the one who was having a barnstorming year. Got suspended. Right. and Did his hammy. Right. There you go. You know. And then even Dusty. Dusty's kind of. You know, sort of come really good towards the end of the year. Same so with danger. He's, he's going to be there. Dangerfield, like still side bottom. Yeah, he's going to be there as well. Like Tom Mitchell's going to, I reckon it's going to be close. It's going to be exciting. Yep. We're going to have a tie. Mitchell, Dane Beams. Oh. There you go. Yes, Tom. Quick, another little protocol while we're all here because all three of our teams have now finished. Yep. Who's winning the best and fairest for each club? Oh. oh mine's already been, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, um, Zorko beat Beams by one vote. Would you have picked Zorko? Not at all, no. Um, Interestingly, just quickly, um, also in the top five were Harris Andrews and Darcy Gardner, who both missed about four weeks Mm. towards the end of the year, and they both would have easily won it had they They been playing. So, So they they deserve it. Beams clearly deserved it uh, more than Zorko, but yeah, Would you expect Eric Hipwood to be a bit more up there, like at this stage? Like, I mean, he's, he the, he's a great a wide hope, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I hyped him up a lot this year. And he had a he had a game where he kicked six goals, huh. and he, he looked like it could be anything. He got to he got to a point in the year where it was like, he should kick 45, and mm. he ended up kicking 37. Yeah. So he just sort of tap it off a bit at the end of the year. Yeah. Next year's big for him, but he still, I reckon, is two or three years away from... Killing it from dominating. How, how old is he? Oh, he's only probably twenty. He's only twenty. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. He's the same oh, same age as Charlie Kerno. Oh, easy. Yeah. yeah. And he's kicked oh. more goals than him to this oh, point. But cool. I think Kerno's a better player at the moment. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, he needs to get in the gym. Big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's put on some weight. Next year, he should aim to kick sort of like forty-five. He finished fourteenth in the Coleman. So next year, he should just say natural progression. I'll finish in the top ten, and that should be all right. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, forty-five would be good. I'm um, still. I'm happy with him. He'll be all right. De- Devin Smith, I think, is going to win ours. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in a canter. Yeah. 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 Who's got yours? I think it's going to be weird. I think Tom Stewart, Blitzarves. Well, Tom Stewart started strong, quiet year. Oh, Kelly. Blitzarves every chance. I reckon Tim Kelly may clean up and win Geelong's best and fairest in his first year at the club, and then leave. Right. Wow. He's not going to fucking leave, Sean. Oh, the pressure will be high. I'll tell you my what. My heart Lockie- is fucking broken already. Do not break it anymore by taking away my TK for free. Sam, if Lockie Neal leaves Freo, Tim Kelly becomes priority number one for Freo. Apparently, though, wow. Freo, he's gone cold on Freo. West oh. Coast, if any club is going to yeah. get him, it's going to be West Coast. That, that's a logical, smart yeah, decision. Correct. But what, like, is he not contracted, he Kelly? Is for one more year, but right. he won't do a long-term deal because he's just like, I know you work out of my family settled. Yeah. He's dropped hints in weird interviews recently where, like, he said something along the lines of to, him and Tom Stewart did, like, an interview together for being up-and-coming young guns, and they did some there was some bit about, you know, playing together for a long time. So, who knows? Uh, Fuck, if, as I said, if he does, I'm getting 11 on my jumper. But there's been hints, like, Chris Scott's dropped hints and stuff that make you think, oh, at some point this week they're going to announce that he's extended, and then he's, you hear nothing. He's, so his agent has said all along that his manager has said all along he won't sign a contract till his contract expires. But has yeah. also said he's not going to leave. Like he's not. Yeah. He's not. Tim Kelly's even said no. We're probably going to say at the end of the contract, but we're just not committing beyond that yet. Yeah. Which is mm. okay. Uh, he should. Make, well, I mean, he'll he'll play it Geelong next year. Yeah. But he should probably just wait and see, because um yeah 
that window's shut. So, he'll probably be like, oh, I can't really open this. I better go somewhere else. No, I think you can because he's really good. Yeah. Well, so, I'm going to dive into the mailbag. All right. Uh, we got one from a friend of the show, Joanna Page. Oi, blokes. Oi. So, I have downloaded the AFL app and footy has dominated my life since you read my email. <laughs> to the detriment of my uni work, so thanks, I guess. You're really focused on the song. Oh, so Joanna was asking uh, what clubs she oh, yeah, go yeah, for, yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, I think we talked a lot about oh, who's got the best theme song and stuff like that. Yeah. Can't remember who we suggested. I think Richmond, Richmond, or you might have gone for Geelong or something. No, you, no, I, you I valued. Think I, saw, I, I think I saw the writing on the wall and I steered her away from my shit house club because you valued winning or something. Yeah, like that, correct. I, think, yeah, I, something I wanted like someone that. whose window was a bit further open. That's right. I was just thinking more of like going for a team that has a really good supporter base and fans. Anyways, I think you boys got it right by telling me to just get into the game and choose a team organically. I've watched so many highlights and YouTube footy videos and have developed a soft spot for a few teams, but I don't know if I quite know my team yet. I might have to watch a full match replays to fully get there. However, I am riding here to yell at Tom once again. I've had a shit week. Be nice. Once again, because how dare you say that I want to watch my team win in the middle of a discussion about which team I should choose, as if that should somehow be important in the choosing. Look, I'm not a TC, and good good people choose their teams for many reasons, but not because they're winning, caps lock, Tom. Once you have your team, you obviously want to watch them win, but that's after you have won, and also you stand by them despite any hard seasons that may come. As someone whose home team, who I won't name so I don't need to suffer through you all trying to pronounce it, (laughs) is a very rough spot right now. This is very important to me. That's it, boys. Keep up the great work, and I'm glad you liked my idea for a beginner's guide to footy. I'm on notice. I'm on fucking notice. Uh, (laughs) By our very own Sandspans professors of footy. P.S. Carney was correct. I love a good soccer chant. PPS, Richmond's song is in no way the best one. I don't know what you lot were on about. Interesting. What? Can you email us if you haven't turned off in disgust because you're hearing my voice? <laughs> Joanna, can you let us know what song you think is the best? Because I'd be, I'd love to know. My team didn't win and I'm going to stick by them, so it's fine. Yeah, all right. I'm, 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 I've taken that on. I'm very open to feedback today, much to Sean's detriment. Yep, no, fair enough. Uh, next one's from friend of the show, Chris Stewart. TCs and All-Australian. Hey, lads, before I begin, I was just wondering if I could get in writing your list of All-Australian categories. So that's on the Sandspans Facebook group. It's on Twitter. And if you're not on any of those, I guess just email the show and we can send a list out to you. Yeah. Some now, people follow, have wanted to do like... Twitter. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, yeah, some people want to do it with their mates and pick their own team. That's great. Good idea. Nice. Let us know what your teams look like. To my other question, what is your opinion on falling out of love with your lifelong team? Surely following a team can be compared to that of a long-term relationship in which you can drift away and maybe even resent the team you once loved. My example is the Fremantle Dockers. I have given them 25 years of service. I didn't even know they'd been around that long. I think that's right on the how long they've been around. Uh, of service to the point where I am a very negative and cynical football fan. I still watch every game, but it doesn't bring me happiness. And with every year, I grow more and more bitter. However, I look at other teams and find myself attracted and watching, even enjoying other teams. And the thought of shamelessly TCing has certainly crossed my mind. Your podcast has also been the catalyst, as I'm really enjoying Brisbane at the moment. And with the recent news of my boy Lockie Neal considering a move, has me thinking, maybe I should too. Also, fuck Ross Lyon. Boys, I love Sans Pants and look forward to How Good's Footy every week. Keep up the good work. Interesting conundrum. This is a very interesting thing. I've got a view on this. I've got a view on this. Go. I think 
I think, yes, like loyalty to a team, following a team, like, yeah, it's a good thing, but it's not the be-all and end-all, mate, all right? You've got to enjoy your football, all right? I think that's that's Ooh. absolutely paramount. And if enjoying your football is about following the one team through thick and thin and all that, fantastic, you do that. But, mate, if you want to jump ship, if you want to go follow Brizzy, I reckon do it. Yes. Just enjoy yourself. They're going to give you most bang for buck because they're they're entertaining to watch. Yeah. Entertaining and to watch. Up and coming. Up and, but hey, it's not important if they win, mate. No, correct. That's true. Right. If you want a team that wins, don't follow mine. <laughs> so I think Chris, you can. I think you've got the seal of approval to go off and and find another team that you love. It doesn't have to be Brisbane. Yeah. Put an asterisk on it though. Yeah. If Lockie Neal leaves, yeah, then you've got permission. Oh. Neil right. stays, it means that well, the, no. the club think he thinks the club's on a track that they can dig their way out. Yeah. But if he leaves, it means he thinks the ship's yeah. sinking. And I probably would say as well, if if his real reason that he's sort of going off Frio is just that they've not gone very well for like the last sort of two or three years, maybe that's not the best reason. Mm. But if it's if it's more than that, if it's the culture, if it's Ross the boss, if it's all of that stuff, then then fair enough. Fair enough, I say. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'll sign off on this. Nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah, Tom? I, th- I think so. Yeah, sure. I think if it's making you unhappy and bitter, yeah. do what makes you happy. You will allow footy. this. You are a TC, so. I, I'm <laughs> one of the originals. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a TC. OG yeah. TC. Yeah. 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 I mean, I prefer when people do it when they're younger before they- um... Not after 25 years of loyal service. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're that bitter and twisted about your club, then yeah, just uh, think about what you love about footy. Go without a team for a while. Just enjoy the game. Yeah, God, he was with them in the in the purple and green days, mm. and yeah, red, the purple green. That's right. They're fucking Teletubbies, man. <laughs> Boys, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up with one from Paul Crosley. Hey, Paul. It's just titled "Footy is the best." Footy is the best. Sometimes footy is so bloody good. Boys, I am in space, and I'm not coming down for the next two weeks. This time, I decided to leave my housemates in peace and head to the stadium. It was a hard slog of a game. I struggled to sit for the entire last quarter and did not sit for the last five minutes. It was an enthralling experience. I'll give you a wave from the moon. Go Eagles, Paul Crosley. P.S. Sorry about your cats, Tom. That's all right, Paul. Thanks, mate. Got more sympathy from Paul than I did from you two. <laughs> oh, footy's so good. Tom, where can people find us? Uh, on people can social? find us. Uh, well, they can email us, tell us how good footy is uh, at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com, or they can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty, or individually, I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. I am at uh, human underscore ordinary one, which is an awful handle, uh, but hit me up on Facebook, I think, you know? Yep. Human Ordinary Podcast. That's Beautiful. the best way. And you got your website too, your Flash website? I do. I have a website, yeah, humanordinary.com. You can check out my other podcast, which is a whole bunch of stories about, you know, feelings and stuff like that. And yeah. Tom's got a lot of them right now. Yeah, he does. No, yeah. see, I did. I've, 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 I've just squashed them. Do you feel better? No. No? Oh, I thought after like conversing with us a little well, bit. Well, no, I, I might feel to be honest, better. I actually feel better because today at work, all of the old boys are coming up being like, oh, I'm really sorry. Whereas on Friday, they're all lippy, like, oh, Melbourne are going to beat you. <laughs> and then when it came through, they felt kind of bad. They're like, yeah. oh, I'm really. Also, also, I can't be sad today. Do you know why, boys? Why? I've got the best socks on in the fucking world. What are you wearing? Cap. Cap. Warwick Kappa socks. Jesus. How good's footy?
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.